Welcome to the Ape Talks. <laughs> As always, this is your host, Mr. Ape. And I hope you enjoy the 43rd installment of May, talking to someone else. So what do you think of the documentary? Okay, so the documentary is called The Nightmare. Right. And it is a nightmare. <laughs> the paralysis is a nightmare. And the stories I, like, I, we hear in this, uh, in this documentary are just too creepy. To me, like, it was terrifying because the drawings of the shadows and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I always see that shit like out of the corner of my eye at night mm-hmm. when i was a kid i was like terrified of the fucking darkness <laughs> like darkness to me was something like fuck you know when i had to go into the house like the living room or something or to the kitchen at night and there was no lights it was like fucking scary or when i would be sleeping in my room there would be like a jacket hanged i would like okay. think it's some guy standing <laughs> ready to kill me when i fall asleep like oh, i used to God. believe in like monsters and shit when i was a kid Oh, right. so, so to me it was like fucking you know it reminded me of some intense shit <laughs> but like I, I don't th- I don't remember that I've ever had sleep paralysis like I've had the times where I'm in bed and I'm like I'm too fucking lazy to move right now but I don't I don't think this is sleep paralysis <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about yeah no, definitely not sleep paralysis because when you have sleep paralysis you're just trying as much as you can to try to move to even like for example I've had sleep paralysis so many times I'm going to tell you about my experience. So I was in my bed trying to go to sleep for once, <laughs> but uh, didn't want to sleep at the same time because it was alone and felt a bit lonely at first. And then all I remember is that I opened my eyes. Everything is so dark. I can't move at all. I tried to move. I tried to like push myself to a side. Couldn't at all. Couldn't even raise my hand. Couldn't speak. Couldn't say anything and my door was a bit open so I remember feeling a presence a certain presence in the house and I know that that it's in the other room and I'm, I'm, I was like very sure that it's just gonna come in and attack me but this presence couldn't go in I don't know why it didn't but I felt also a shadow there because I just couldn't move couldn't do anything so it was so creepy and then the second I got uh, free <laughs> from this paralysis, I started crying instantly, then rested for a second, and then it happened again. Literally three minutes after that happened again, and then I couldn't sleep for like three days. I wouldn't even do, like I I wouldn't even try to sleep. I didn't want to sleep. Like I was too afraid for that to happen again. It was too intense. So, yeah. (laughs) That's terrifying. It's an experience for sure. Like, I've had only nightmares like this, but, like, I've never had, like, the sleep paralysis. Like, mm-hmm. I've had the iconic nightmare of, like, you're walking with your mommy, mm-hmm. and you're holding your mommy's hand, and your little boy, and then, like, something is pulling you away, and your mom doesn't notice. And you're trying to oh scream, God. but, like, n- like you can't make the noise. I, <laughs> and you're, like, being pulled away, and you can see your mom continue to walk mm-hmm. and shit, like, and, like, these fucking dark entities are pulling you away. My God. Like, I've had those dreams, but fuck. And never, I don't think I've ever had anything like that in real life. So my sister made me watch the movie Saw. It, I didn't get scared at first. It was like, okay, cool. It's just a bit disgusting. But the second I went home, there's this one thing in the movie. And I'm, I really want you to guess what thing from the movie really scared me. The guy sawing off his own leg Mm-mm. in the bathroom. Mm-mm. The helmet thing that would... That you have to put... It's the know. silliest thing in the movie, actually. I fucking have no clue. The puppet. The puppet? The Jigsaw. guy's mask? Hmm? Really? Yeah. With the red cheeks. 
it was so creepy that I had uh, that it turned into a phobia for like three, four years. And I remember when I was young, one day I just wake up, couldn't move as well, couldn't say anything. And the face of the puppet was right in my face, looking at me, just breathing in my face. But then like two minutes later, it just started shouting, shouting as loud as I can. And my parents came to the room. My sister was literally sleeping next to me because I was too afraid to sleep alone in my room. And they were like, what the fuck just happened? I was like, I just saw the puppet breathing in my face. I could feel it right in front of me. And then it disappeared. I would have given him a kiss. Oh my God. Calm him down. <laughs> <laughs> like, someone, like someone needs a kiss. <laughs> Come over here. <laughs> like, I, like I was thinking about it, yes. Because I saw the documentary like you did also yesterday. Mm-hmm. And like I, I was like, fuck, I, I know there's a risk now. Because like what they say is like fear is what induces this shit. True. You know, that's why you had those nightmares mm-hmm. from the movies or from the whatever, you know, that you experienced beforehand. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch some stand-up comedy. And that put me in like a silly mood, you know, to, to be able to like sleep. And I was like just imagining what I would do if I experienced this tonight. And I was like, you know what? I'll give him a hug. I'll like try and tickle him back. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll creep the shit out of him before he has a chance to do so with me. Well, imagine seeing a shadow coming to you. I don't think the first thing you're going to do is tickle them. Well, it's like bullies. You know what I mean? Like bullies get bored when like you're boring to bully. If you're not fun to bully, like, your reactions are like, eh, they'll move on to someone else. So I guess it's, like, the same thing for, like, these demon shadow entities. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so at all. Because they are, like, a figment of your imagination, so they know exactly what the fuck to do. To like, they know exactly what to... Exactly, they're, like, the deepest monsters in your head. Yeah. Your biggest fears. Embodied in a shadow or something. Well, I remember once I saw a giant fucking spider in my kitchen. It scared the fuck out of me. I used to be afraid of spiders, so what I would do is I started collecting them. To get, like, used to letting them play on my hand oh and my shit. Oh my god. But, like, I didn't have any poisonous ones near my house when I was growing up. I had daddy uh-huh. long legs, so I wasn't too stupid. Do you have any here? Um, <laughs> sometimes we have tarantulas. Like, they come You do? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, leaving. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but like they only get to the entrance and someone usually like squishes them. I remember once I had a cat and I was like running with my friend. I was like 12 and like we were ran, we were like running with the cat in my like near where you came in, right? Mm-hmm. And like there was a giant tarantula. We didn't notice it, but we just saw the cat stop and the lights were off because the electricity was cut. <laughs> and then like the lights come on and we see this fucker w- with all his hair just looking at us like oh this. Oh my god. And, uh, and the cat thing, playing with it just like a ball. <laughs> the cat just looked at it and continued walking. Like, yeah, fuck this asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> when, when, I had, when I had some food, you know? But like, yeah, man, that was scary. Then uh, someone just came with a slipper and bah, took it out in a second. You know? Oh, it's, I can imagine the sound it made. Some <laughs> sk- <laughs> you know? uh, but like, what's really, f- what's really funny is in the documentary, all of them had the similarities, had a few similarities between mm-hmm. like the figures. There was exactly. always two guys and the guy with the hat. Exactly. Like, I never had these. Like, I never saw these shadows. But what, what, like, it's so weird. They all had those like similarities and like they all looked like a fucking shitty TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you also had the people who thought they were aliens, like who came to rape them. <laughs> to abduct them. Yeah, put some stick up their ass and take electri- electrical points and shit. For the mothership, but like, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, 
And then there was the guy who was like pleading with them not to kidnap him today. Please don't come to like take me today. I and know you didn't. can hear me. <laughs> but like when I was a kid, I wished the aliens would come and take me. Cause really? Like, yeah, because how fucking cool would that be? Cause <laughs> not cool at all. Really? Like you get, they get, I get to take a few things from my room. It's like I'm moving out to, to the dorms. <laughs> to live in space. Yeah, they're like, okay, we're gonna, you're going to be like a space explorer after we take some, like conduct some experiments on you. Then we'll give you your own little spaceship. Take mm-hmm. some shit to decorate it. You know, I'll take my guitar. I'll take this. I'll take my music. I'm happy. What um, if they don't allow you to take anything with you? Then I'll, I'll fucking make my own shit there. You know what I mean? Like, I'll figure it out. There's probably some technology that can help you do whatever you want there, there. There could be some even cooler shit. You know what I mean? But I'll take some cool stuff to show them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll take all kinds of hilarious things. <laughs> like funny cat videos and just watch them react to this shit. You know, like, I, I can't wait to fucking show aliens cat videos. That's, like, something on my bucket list if they ever do come to space. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, or some really weird shit and just watch how they react. You know, uh, you know the series of movies like Scary Movie ones mm-hmm. where they make fun I of love like them. love the, hilarious. I loved like the one where the aliens come where they make and like the aliens the way they piss is through their finger. They yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> like they rape you by touching you with their index finger. Man, that, like this, the guy who made those movies is fucking ingenious because they really were hilarious as fuck. And then, like, I love how, like, if you watch the movies they were making fun of, like, Scary, like, yeah. Scream, mm-hmm. they made fun of Scream so well. <laughs> it was know. hilarious. What's that? <laughs> like, it's like the iconic joke of all movies. It is. It's like, man, Scream <laughs> was such a good movie, you know? Because, like, they set a lot of standards. Or I don't know if they set it or they, like, like officialized it. Like, these are, like, the, the typical, like, cheesy shit that happens in every horror movie where mm-hmm. you have the guy who's really nerdy and he's never been laid and he's going to be, like, the last guy who dies. <laughs> and it's always the chick who somehow, like, defeats the giant motherfucker with the knife. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's always a dumb blonde that... That dies in the beginning. Dies. In the beginning. You I know hope that's I mean? not me well, <laughs> in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be fine. Like, maybe a giant spider might take you and kidnap you on your way out. <laughs> I hope it kills me really fast so I don't have to see it in front of me for a while. That's the thing about death. <laughs> like, we always hope it's instant. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, we're, we're, like, But death isn't that scary. Like, it's just the process of actually dying. That's fucking terrifying. You know what right. I mean? Like, have you ever had, like, pain that you thought, like, I don't know, like, intense diarrhea? Like, I'm not going to make it to tomorrow. <laughs> no? I've had those a couple times. Like, I ate some fucked up shit I shouldn't have eaten. Well, actually, I had that once. And I went to the hospital for, like, a week because I got uh, food poisoned from KFC. From mm. KFC of all yeah. places, yeah. They fucking recycle, like, what didn't get cooked, they just put it back and refry it for tomorrow. I know. And, like, all that salad, that but coleslaw. it's so good. I love the coleslaw. <laughs> it's fucking, I just love the skin. Like, I'll just eat the skin and not eat the chicken. <laughs> really? Like, I do the same with my mom's cooking. It's the purpose. Because I don't like, I, I like, I just like crispy skin or any kind of skin. Oh, right. Like, of chicken skin. Human just, skin. I haven't tried that yet. I, <laughs> the weirdest thing I've eaten in my life is cow skin. Like it's, uh, you know, like cartilage, like the, of like a chicken bone, mm-hmm. like the edge, it tastes like that. It like, it's like just thick and it was sliced up really thinly. And I had it in Thailand cause like one of my girlfriends took me to like her family's house mm-hmm. in, in Chiang Mai. And like, they put a bunch of food on the table for me to eat and I couldn't <laughs> physically swallow any of it except for this shit. Why? Cause it was just too fucking weird. Like my body was re- refusing it. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't belong inside us. Take it out. You know I what agree. I mean? And then I found like this weird thing and I started eating it. I'm like, this is good. It tastes like chicken, like chicken bone cartilage. I like this shit. And I'm like, what is this? She was like, cow skin. I'm like, oh, wow. fuck. Yeah. Wow. The, the weirdest thing I ate probably was chick- was snake. Sna- like, was it blue? 
No, it was just like a normal shitty like uh, water snake that's not poisonous. Oh, okay. But like I put the fucking head in my mouth. Like I remember just a joke with my friends and we're like, yeah, don't do that. Like it might, might we're not sure if it's really not poisonous. <laughs> like, oh my God. But like, you know what it tastes like? Like I've had, like, it's like fish snake. It's not like land snake. So I don't okay. know what land snake tastes like. But I remember like, you know, it's like a combination of fish and chicken. So there's barely any fucking meat. It's like you're eating the ribcage of like a chicken. Okay. And it, like the texture is like chicken, but the taste is like fish. Like, Oof. you know, like fried fish. Okay, yeah. You know, like the skin of fried mm-hmm. fish. The same exact thing with like the snake skin. Does it taste good though? It, it just tastes like, it has the taste of fish, but like the texture of chicken. All right. And like, I don't know, like I had to eat a shit ton of it to get anything. Like it was so like, like, I don't know, like fucking anorexic. You know, it had no meat on it. And it it wasn't that great. Like, the most disappointing thing was, like, cockroaches and shit. Oh, God, did you try them? Yeah, like the sarasir. Like, uh, you know, like, insects. You know what they taste like? Um, Because they were fried. They tasted like, you know, like shrimp shells? Just like that. With, like, bitter and, like, crunchy and no flavor. I I, I would rather, like, fucking beat up, like, a shadow entity than, like... (laughs) Then try it again because it was just so like it was just so flavorless you know what i mean mm-hmm. like some shit is just disappointing like I, I was very disappointed when i woke up this morning without like sleep paralysis you know you actually I, wanted to try it i really wanted to be able to say like i had sleep paralysis you know what i mean okay for this episode, but I can't, you know <laughs> so i was slightly disappointed but i don't know like there's there's some really trippy shit when you think about it mm-hmm. like why are they all like what what is the connection between like the tv like the shitty tv static and them do you have any idea i, I do actually so i know now that before having sleep paralysis or experiencing it now i get these uh weird sounds that i always hear it feels like there's uh, some uh, electric waves coming through your ear and you hear like zzz, like and they're very intense they're just too loud and too annoying and it feels like you're getting electrocuted it's it's too intense and i every time i experience these i get sleep paralysis afterwards like instantly after that so now every time i i start to hear like start to hear these noises i just uh, try to wake up as soon as possible and just sit and and wait and try to calm down a bit and then sleep again because if i don't do that i instantly experience sleep paralysis and these never lead to something positive at all so they just lead to something very negative or very dark so it takes you to the darkest thing in your head probably because it's just there maybe (laughs) so (laughs) yeah but there is something cool about facing those dark things like like a lot of people who got over it, like the Christian chick, mm-hmm. she was like, "I Jesus in Jesus' name, yeah. in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, you go away." And you know, like I guess it worked for her, <laughs> right? That's the thing that I hated the most. They made it feel like religion is the solution. It's not religion. It's it's like facing it's, faith. It's facing it. It's like the guy who was talking about the blue thing, the blue entity he saw mm-hmm. with his like hippie girlfriend in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. It's the the Jesus thing and the blue thing. It's just you believe that something is now protecting you. Okay. But the, you know what? The most terrifying part of the entire document there was the Je- in Jesus' name that that chick, or was it another one, who said her mom started being like a monster. That's so creepy. But there's another one as well. But let's talk about that first. That was very creepy because you don't actually know if that's the actual mother 
Or if it's the monster imitating the mother. That's so fucked up, man. Right? Like anyone else, but not my mom. Yeah, exactly. Fuck off. Exactly. Like, that's so mean. You know what I mean? Like, what an asshole. Like, fuck with me in a fair way, at least. You know, give me a chance to, like... Man. And the worst part is that you can't look at them or see them to actually see if it's your mother or not. Yeah, you just, fuck. You just hear them whispering in the back here. Like, some ASMR type shit, you know? Yeah. Right? <laughs> By the way, have you ever heard of, like, creepy pastas, like, on YouTube? Like, these people who read scary stories. Like, there's this really famous guy called Corpse Husband. This other guy called Bee Buster. He's British. Mm-hmm. They, like, read scary stories on Reddit of, like, wow. apparently real stories. And I used to only be able to fall asleep for a period of my life unless one of them was playing. Really? Because, like, my sister desensitized me to horror movies when I was a kid. Okay. So, like, I so ha- have that in common. <laughs> really? Nice. You too. Cool. Nice. But, like, uh, I got so desensitized to it to the point where, like, I, I couldn't get scared from scary. It was so rare for me to actually be terrified. For it. Like, I would just spend like the movie laughing and making fun of like oh they tried to scare me there how hilarious (laughs) but like what really scared me in the documentary was the guy who scuba dives and talks about how he like has experiences with death and even he's fucking having like this shit and that terrified me because I scuba dive and the reason I like scuba diving is because it's fucking terrible and every time I'm almost dying I'm like fuck I love this because now I'm gonna appreciate my life tomorrow when I get how do you almost die multiple (laughs) multiple multiple reasons like decompression sickness equipment malfunction panic all kinds of shit you know i know i was trying to convince you earlier i think (laughs) i just (laughs) i think i just eliminated that Uh, but like i love it because it's scary and like unless i'm doing it every day i won't make mistakes but if i do it once every couple weeks i always make at least a small mistake here and there (laughs) so uh like but i will survive i always come out of it my ears usually fucking hurt because i didn't decompress i always make some stupid mistake with decompression or something But then I come back, I'm like, fucking love my life. Okay, I'm, I'm really going to enjoy my <laughs> day. appreciate too. everything I have. So right much, <laughs> you know? Like, fuck, I'm just taking a shower. <laughs> you know? Warm water. Warm water, because, like, it's fucking freezing these days. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, you can just see the sea these days. It's fucking scary. And, <laughs> and like, man, all the scuba divers are always like, oh, like, the professional ones always, like, say, hey, what a great dive today. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> But, and like ev- everyone always <laughs> pretends like it's a great dive. I, I don't know why people don't ju- don't just accept it was horribly terrifying, but that was cool because now we appreciate our lives more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, but it goes back to like what I was saying about like facing your shit. I think like the <clears throat> Jesus thing, the the blue fucking angel thing, like all that stuff is just them facing it. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think like when you would face your shit? it would help like reduce it because like it's like controlling your fear almost remember when i told you about the the puppet in my face so after that i actually forced myself to watch all the saw uh franchise like from the whole the first one to like the eighth fuck there's and so then, many of them and they get shittier as well exactly they get <laughs> so much shittier and i think that helped me a lot right. get over the phobia so i think maybe facing it facing your fears helps a lot but then I had sleep paralysis in a totally different way, so... <laughs> and what, like, what happened after? I, I had my friend over, and we were both uh, both sleeping. Um, and then suddenly, everything gets dark again. It always starts with getting dark. And then I hear these sound waves uh, and the statics. And then I didn't fight them, so I didn't even wake up. And then I couldn't move. I tried to scream and shout to my friend, tried to wake him up. I wanted to wake him up. Because I didn't want to go through this by myself at all. And then I see this shadow again. 
in the right in the corner you can barely see it with your eye but this time it, it felt like it was an old woman a very old woman and i could see like do you know the the the, the shadows in insidious and these movies mm-hmm. like the old uh, creepy one yeah it felt like that okay so it i felt like this is a soul that's coming to take my soul away Fuck. and it felt so bad it felt really ugh yeah and then when i could move the first thing i did was like try to breathe because i think i stopped breathing at a certain point so i started to breathe tried to calm myself down just a bit I couldn't, so I woke my friend up. I was like, I had this just right now, and I can't sleep at all, so you have to stay awake with me until I fall asleep, then you can sleep again. And he stayed. It was nice. Yeah. It's fine. Does it it happen, like, after any particular events with you? Um, I think when I'm extremely tired, because I'm the kind of person that doesn't like to sleep. When I do, I sleep a lot. I really do sleep a lot, but I try as much as I can not to sleep because I think it's a waste of time. (laughs) Really? I just want to enjoy my time, watch things, uh, do productive things all day, all night. I just don't want to sleep at all and waste my time sleeping. It, it doesn't matter. Sleeping doesn't matter for me. Like, you have to do and live your life to the fullest, <laughs> like 24-7, nonstop. So I only sleep when I crash. If you look at life like a race, it's like it's you. I feel like you're a person who likes to live in big cities and stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like people like that like to live in a rush and shit. Like I'm the opposite of you. Because like to me, a big city is terrifying. It's more terrifying than sleep paralysis to me. You know what I mean? Because like walking down these millions of ants of people just running around everywhere and these fucking giant skyscrapers, it's just <laughs> it's too much for me to take. You know? You think? Yeah, for me, it's fucking terrifying. Cause like it's so it's you're so vulnerable in this big fucking pack of humans just hustling and bustling everywhere and all this shit happening around you and I don't know maybe like if you try meditation <laughs> this sounds so fucking cheesy I'm gonna say it in a, anyway but like uh, like if you it'll help you maybe appreciate uh, like actually taking your time in life because a lot my sister is also very much like you a lot of people I know are like you. And it's always this rush, because like, it's like, I'm going to miss out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to miss out if I don't move this fast. And if I miss out, I'm fucking not living my life. But at the same time, it's nice to just take a breath every now and then and just, you know what, fuck it, I'm, I, did a good, I had a good day, sit and say, you know what, this was great, you know, maybe this, this wasn't that amazing, but you know what, fuck, I had a nice day, and just think about that for a minute. Because like, if I'm trying to sleep, I'm like, fucking sleep, fucking sleep, fucking <laughs> sleep, fuck, it won't sleep, you know? It's like, I'm forcing it to sleep. My body won't listen, and I'll have to go do something that'll exhaust me, and then I'll sleep. Like, I, I love being awake, but I also love sleeping at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, I love them both. <laughs> they're fucking both amazing, you know? You can't really... They're just so nice when you just sit in the bed, and you get the sheets over you, and you put the <laughs> pillow right here and the other one right here. Just... So you only have two pillows? I actually Three. have one between my legs as well. Okay. You know cool. what I mean? <laughs> like, and then that's just the perfect combination. You know, have you ever had lucid dreams, by the way? I wish. I only have nightmares. <laughs> <and> I hate <laughs> that. Do you remember your worst nightmare? Well, I always hate the ones where I'm falling because these never end well. Where I don't see myself falling. It just feels like I'm falling. And that's what the last thing and the only thing I remember. Have you ever seen Spy Kids? 
I think so. Remember the scene where him and his sister are just falling down like a volcano for like for eternity or 24 hours? I, I, I might have. I, I think I've seen it. Right? Yeah. Like to me, after I saw that movie, like falling was such a fun thing to do while I would sleep. <laughs> like I would pretend my bed was just falling into eternity and I would just be like, woo, try and stay on it and not fall off the fucking bed. And I would like fall asleep dreaming like of like me like balancing on this bed without like flipping it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that was really fun. Like, sleep paralysis is the fear of not being able to do anything about it. To be in a state where, like, fuck. True. I, I cannot do anything. And I think it's it's the idea of, like, maybe this is bullshit. I'm t- probably talking out of my ass. But do you think there could be some connection of, like, being okay with being vulnerable and having less sleep paralysis? I think it happens to people that are always in control in their life. And that's the only part in the, where they can't control and that scares them the most. Because this is literally the only exception where they're not in control and that's what scares them the most because they're not used to that 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 could be true i hope so <laughs> <laughs> there's, Fuck. there's one thing that also really scared me in the documentary which is when the guy was sleeping and he had two girls with him in the same room and he was seeing this huge shadow with red eyes and the cat thing exactly and, and she the, saw it too and the friend next to him like saw him she al- I think she also had sleep paralysis and she saw a cat sitting on top of her on her chest so she couldn't breathe and talking to the guy and they they had they were like talking in a very different and weird language that she couldn't understand because oh. they both were sleeping next to each other they both had sleep paralysis you know what i mean I definitely think dreams can be transmitted like i don't know maybe we're connecting to like another fucking electronic wave just like the internet mm-hmm. like maybe there's like this internet that existed before the internet where all our brains connect telepathically okay and like you know how humans like sometimes you have like a mother has a feeling when something's happening to her child yeah and she runs into the forest and saves him from the lion <laughs> you know what i mean some some shit like that who knows not that lions live in forests but like i don't fucking know just, just you know bear with me for a second but like uh, maybe there's something like that because i have had dreams i vividly remember once I was with a friend and like we were having a sleepover and I remember like we both woke up and we could like finish each other's dream like we had the same fucking dream wow so I don't know maybe if like we experience the same shit Mm -hmm. like some people if you take this a substance at the exact same time as the other person you have a very similar trip you know what I mean a very similar experience so maybe it's the same like if you if you spend an entire day together with you and your friend at school your mom comes picks you up you go you go you watch you play the same game you sleep over you you've basically had the same input into the brain all right and then like you and like you're both thinking of each other so it is possible also that it's not telepathic it's just you had the same experience and you both had the same dream and you're and you both dreamt of each other as well because it was so similar and you're so similar minded which is why you're friends mm-hmm. that's another more realistic theory <laughs> but like let's just go with the lions in the forest example like they don't give you much information about sleep paralysis which was disappointing exactly very disappointing and i remember when i first had it in barcelona I literally wrote up a huge post on Facebook explaining what happened to me to see if people know what that is. How long ago was this? I was 22. Okay. It was like almost almost three years ago. Okay, so okay, I'm 23 right now. You're younger <laughs> than me. Really? Yeah. How, how old do I look? I thought you were 28. Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm pulling it up. <laughs> 
I, like in 10 years, I'll be like, fuck, I wish I was 23. You know, I wish I looked 23. But like, there's something cool about that, like difficulty and shit, which is why I want like sleep paralysis so badly tonight, just to like see what, I, what I'll do. Like, will I stay calm? Like, I, th- mm-hmm. I think you'd be very happy that it happened to you. And then you just look at the shadow and tell him, huh, it finally happened and I'm not scared of you. I think it's going to be a very funny scene in your head when it happens. That's like my expectation. You know what I mean? But like, because I have such a high expectation, okay. like it never goes that way. I'm probably going to get my ass kicked by him. Probably fucking knock me out with one hit. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know, like, it's sleep paralysis is also like, a lot like ice cream. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't at all. Like, it depends on the, f- like, mixtures. Like, some people have this combination of ice cream and they have this dream of okay. this sleep paralysis. And, yeah, I do think it's, you're right, it is fucking negative. Because, I mean, it's not fun to go through that shit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, it's, any any experience it can be arguably a good experience. But I really don't fucking see the point in that. Because you see the guy who's like, I've been fighting it for fucking years. And it's been exactly, happening. I don't see the good thing in that. I'm that trying could, to. But. That could never uh, teach me any good lessons uh, in life at all. It's just going to keep on telling me that <laughs> these monsters maybe are going to keep on coming for you. You're going to keep on getting scared from them. You can't do anything about it. Just deal with it. Like, it really sucks. Because, like, when we get old and we're like, like, as kids, we all, like, believe in this shit. Mm-hmm. But now we're old, you know, like, we're fucking grown up people. And when this still follows you, it's fucking annoying because life is already fucking you exactly. know, hard and you have to worry about these evil monsters under your bed. <laughs> you're fucking 36 <laughs> and you have a job and two kids. Fuck, man. It can't be any harder than that. Like, it's, it's fucking annoying. And, like, you really fucking believe in it. Like, do you remember how terrified you used to be when you were a child? Mm-hmm. Like, I was fucking scared. When I was young, I used to always be scared of the dark, just like you. I used to keep my door open my bedroom door open just a, a tiny bit yeah. so I can have some light in the room and I had a tiny light in my room as well but just to never help at all but then I noticed that the thing that scares me the most is that crack in the door because I always expect someone to come in the door I don't know it used to be scare me a lot like I used to always sleep looking at the ba- at the door crack is fucking terrifying right yeah and then later on years years later I discovered that Maybe if I closed the door and it was a bit darker, I wouldn't be that scared because if the door was closed, no one's going to open the door. Or if they do, you're going to hear the door open, so you're going to wake up. You could always get a crack at the door, <laughs> you know what I mean? To me, like, to me, it wasn't ever the door that was open. I always close that shit. Fuck everyone. I lock it too. To me, it was like the monsters would emerge under my bed. That's why if you see my bed, like, I have nothing under it. It's just like, uh, <laughs> like I, just, I didn't do that. I think I did that subconsciously on purpose. But, like, what I would what I would do to protect myself when I was a kid, because I thought, like, the hands were going to come and grab me under the bed and pull me onto, into another dimension, like a portal that existed <laughs> under my bed where they would spawn and come and take me away. Interesting. So what I would do is I would make sure, I, like, I still sleep like this, where I put all the covers under me. Under you. <laughs> you know, so this is, my, this is my way of defending myself. I do that too as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and there's another thing that I always do is when I'm really scared, when I was young, actually, not anymore. But when I'm really scared, I just hide under the covers entirely, cover myself, like, even my head. And then uh, I say, like, if you get out, if you put a hand out, Someone's gonna chop it off, so don't. And I keep on hiding under my 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 sheets, my the bed covers, and and then I just fall asleep and I forget about it. Hmm. So that used to help a lot. 
But how could you breathe? Like I would suffocate. I used to suffocate as well. It used to be so hot under the bed sheets, but you get used That's to it. That's what she said. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Like to me, I, I could. Like, I just I would have to accept my head being chopped off. You know, like fuck it, I need to breathe. Or I would make a little. Hey, exactly. <laughs> I used to do that sometimes when it, when it gets too hot. I just like have the small opening <laughs> opening from the covers and like. Yeah, and that that will be enough for me to, to survive. go for like five more minutes <laughs> under the bed sheets. Would you ever pretend like sometimes I would pretend like my whole body was like this giant fucking city, where all like uh, that lived in the middle of like a fucking uh, like wasteland of a universe where I would like there's a planet and it's frozen and my my body is like this big city where all these people live these tiny people and like this little opening <laughs> is where they come in and like they all keep it protected from the wind and the winter outside and shit that's so fucking interesting <laughs> i'd like to tell like i have to keep this the people alive so i have to keep the covers you know what i mean i'd also yeah. play shit. i've played so many little games like that like even the lava game you know like fuck the floor is lava except mm-hmm. for here 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 i'd be like walking into traffic but I, hey i can't step on the lava <laughs> you know like th- these games are so critical and like it's a shame that we stop playing them when we grow up because they make life they make you not take it so fucking seriously i don't take my life so seriously <laughs> I have, i'm not gonna lie sometimes i do it too much you know what i mean like, yeah how, how do you how do you take it more chill what's your secret first i try as much as i can not to stress myself uh, i try to always do things that make me happy and plus i have a job that really makes me happy so whatever i do i'm always i I try to be as happy as i can so yeah how do you deal with like people that make you unhappy i try i don't even bother myself to fight them that's the good thing that's wise Mm -hmm. how did you become so patient but also love like the rush of the world you know what i mean Mm because that's something i don't see that combination in people because it sounds like you're patient but also like you love the rush you love like the big cities and shit exactly like, that's a very unique combination, I think. Well, I learned that fighting these people or come up with something that satisfies you both might not work all the time. So just walking away would be much easier. And it's not just being weak or not... Uh, or, uh, or Passive? Yeah, passive. I don't think so. I, I think it's even more of a strong move than being weak. I don't think it's weak at all because being able to actually just walk away takes a lot of courage as well. In typical movies, we always see that... Who is the hero? Like, in, like, these Disney movies. It's the guy who has the power to be a fucking monster, but he keeps his sword, sword like, sheath. Exactly. He doesn't take it out. He he never takes it out, but Mm -hmm. he has that fucking power. True. You know, you you gotta have something in your pocket, but you never use it. Exactly. Like, if if I believe that there's a technique I can do, like the TV guy who fucking, like, made his room look like fucking Saw's (laughs) hangout, you know what I mean? His office... (laughs) With a fucking 10,000 TVs everywhere. For f- yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Like, that sounds like a hilarious room to visit. I think so, too. Like, I would definitely do that just to trip people out. Like, this is my house. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. I have 25 TV TVs activated <laughs> on static. Yeah, I'm not crazy. I'm not. You know? <laughs> like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> but, fuck, I really want to I wanna, I really wanna have a room in my house that just has 25 TVs on static. What's the point? Just to fuck with the It's people. okay. Yeah. Like, I'll, before I walk you in here, I'd be like, this is the studio. This is my alien room. This is, like, where I conduct my saw experiments. This is, like, the... the the headquarters of my socks. Guys, if I don't come back tomorrow, <laughs> if you don't find me, you know where I am. <laughs> yeah, in, in my saw playroom. There's <laughs> like fucking 10,000 saw masks, you know, everywhere. My God. And the TV, in the TV room, yeah. there's a door behind the TVs. So I'm probably behind there. 
imagine having sleep paralysis while like having a bad dive. To me, that would be like the, the worst combination. And not being able to swim, and then you're just drowning and slowly going down. Yeah, you used to be a professional swimmer, right? Yeah. Like, do you still do swimming? Well, I swim, right? But not that often anymore. Why not? Uh, I think I got a bit busy with work and uh, university at the time. I was also in my university swimming team. Ooh. Yeah. It went well. We went to Valencia once. I won a few medals. Fuck. Yeah. What, what's very it like? Proud of myself. What's it like winning a medal? I've never had that experience. What does it feel like? Uh, awkward. Because really? <laughs> uh, I remember when we were in Barcelona and they were just calling the names uh, of the people that won uh, medals. They just stand there and like take a picture. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. I don't like that. I just actually like being in the water and fighting. Fighting. Not fighting, actually fighting, but no gig. Like, racing that's a cool word yeah why do you use fighting because for me it's a fight you need to get there before everyone else and it's like the hunger games for me you have to go first there and it's the way of survival i think like you have to survive you have to run as fast as you can maybe a shark is behind you and it's gonna eat you so you just swim and don't stop at all that's how i see it in my head that's and once i do that that's when i win exactly yeah. that's fucking ingenious thank you but i am a very competitive person in general. Do you know where you get that from? My mom is a bit competitive, actually. Yeah, I in think from way? my mom. In what way is she competitive? My mom is a French teacher. Ooh, yeah. strict. <laughs> scary, that's the scariest thing. used to be much teacher. stricter when I was young, not anymore. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't live with my parents anymore, so. Uh, so when she used to teach me something, and I, when I'm right and she's wrong, for example, she would be very pissed that I was right, and not that she's wrong or anything, it's just, the fact that someone was right and she wasn't. And I think that's kind of the same thing as being very competitive. She never likes to lose. Like even playing cards, she never likes to lose. She always keeps on playing. And she plays with her mother as well, some card games. And when she does, she makes sure to always play the same game again and again until she wins. She can't. She can't allow herself to lose. I think I like that as well. Have you ever outfitted your mom? Like, like won her in an outfit competition? Like, let's say you were both going to dinner. Did you, like, defeat her ass in an outfit? I always do that. I'm a very... Yeah. I'm a fashion icon. <laughs> I, I like to believe that I'm a fashion icon, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like your mom must be get must get jealous sometimes like this. I can't, I can't get on this. I can't get on this level. <laughs> well, sometimes she gives me her clothes to actually wear them and try them out. She tells me, I think this might look better on you than on myself. So why don't you try it? And when I do, she gets even more jealous that it actually looks really good on me. Really? Yeah. Wow. To me, like every time my dad gives me a jacket, it, like I always look like I came out of a shelter. You know what I mean? <laughs> I look like some guy who's been living behind an alley for a week. <laughs> so like, it's all like I have a few things that work for my dad's like wardrobe. Okay, just, like, you know work, but like it's fucking rare. Because like I don't know, it's, it's like you, like clothes need to be tailored to you to a certain degree. True. Unless you have such similarities between your parents' physical like dimensions and mm -hmm. shit, you know you know this. You're a designer. It's fucking hard. Like I remember like. Every time I, the first times I wore suits, I looked like a clown. You know what I mean? You know, like Borat. I basically I looked like Borat, and I had the big curly hair and the mustache, which I showed you how I looked like. Probably you look cute. 
I mean, I looked like a cute, silly Borat. You know? Okay. <laughs> but like, I still, I didn't want to look like fucking Borat when I was doing it. You know, what I mean? that wasn't the objective, but I, that's that was the outcome. You know, mm-hmm. there was something fun to me at school about being like the business guy, like walking with the briefcase. I'm busy. Sorry, don't talk. To me. I have a phone call to make. Leave me alone. I have to carry this briefcase that has nothing in it. But what a my English class. Yeah. <laughs> I start. I fucking. I remember in high school there was like a couple weeks in a row. Like, I, through my, out my whole, like, childhood, I got obsessed with outfits. Like, f- I went through this phase where I only wore, like, a Batman outfit for, like, a month or, like, a <laughs> oh, couple wow. weeks. And then a Spider-Man outfit, and I was, like, climbing everything. And, like, my cousins would carry me and put me on, like, the ceiling. And then, like, I remember in high school, I went through, like, the suit phase. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I always wanted to wear, like, a suit and, like, a briefcase, but I just ended up looking like some asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. But fashion is really like it's your personality. Like, I agree. On a paper, it reflects who you are. Right. Yeah. And like, what do you think of minimalism? By the way, what's your take on minimalism? In fashion or in general? In fashion. I don't like it. Why not? At all. I don't find minimal fashion interesting. I love layers and layers of uh, garments. I like uh, the more it's intense and the more it's too busy. I find it more interesting. Definitely more unique, except for the guy who could draw these goofy ass aliens. You know mm-hmm. what I mean at the beginning. Yeah. But most. But what, what do you think of his drawing skills? Because you know how to draw. They're cute. Really? Yeah. I thought they were terrible. Like, <laughs> like I don't know why. Okay, maybe they're cute, but like. But that's how. That's what he saw when he was young. True. So, so. he's replicating. Okay, mm-hmm. fair point. Fair point. Okay, I take the point. That's a, that's a good point. I don't know. I was like, as an adult, you still draw like this, bro. Come on, <laughs> you know, like work on your shit. You know, you can do better. Like I, I, I would. Ne- that's why I would never pick up a pen because I know I like have to restart from beginning. And we all start out shit at everything True. we do, but like it's always embarrassing. You know? <laughs> like fuck, I'm shit at this. Now. I have some very bad sketches as well. Look, I'm sure everyone has like even when you get to the level where you're at with the drawing, for example, mm-hmm. you're still gonna be shit every now and then. You're, still, you're gonna take a shit that's not that's not like perfect. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had those perfect shits, by the way? Wow. Love them. <laughs> I wish there was like a magic thing you can eat. You know, like maybe it's an olive. And, well, and you get I hate one olives. Of them. You hate olives? And pickles. So I hope it's not. It's I love neither. both of them. Like really? the big sweet pickles. You've never had those? I hate them. Really? Mm. They're pretty fucking good. Really? You don't yeah, like the them? texture just really bothers me and uh, the noise it makes, the color, everything mm. about it, the taste. Really? Yeah. I love what about like what about the giant giant olives? You know the really big ones. That Even are, worse. What? <laughs> yes. What about olive oil? I do like olive oil. It's different. The taste of olive oil is so different, and I actually love olive oil. But the the taste of olives by themselves, like there's always oil on them, but still, the, the uh, these olives taste so different than olive oil. Don't you think? It's like the root. You know, the root of anything is like kind of it's like bitter and soury and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even like, even the root of all your dreams, if you really sit and analyze them, are fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, do you think dreams mean anything, by the way? Or do you think they're just like, ah, I'm bored, I want to give you something cool to watch tonight. It's like Netflix for your brain. I, I honestly don't know. Like, I, I rarely get any dreams. That's, mm. that's the thing. So I, I can't give you an answer. <laughs> I don't know, because like, some of them make no sense, even if they did mean something. Okay. Like, I remember having this one, my, the most terrifying dream was of my grandma, who loved me the most. Like, um, I remember when I would do something bad, I used to run under her broom, like under her bed and hide, and my mom would be looking for me, and my grandma would be like, he's not here, fuck off. 
And like my mom would be like, okay, I'm looking for him. And like I remember she had pain all over her body. And like I would jump on top of her and I would like dance on her bed and she would be smiling. But like if my mom came to touch her or move her, she'd be like, ah, fuck. You know, she was in a lot of pain. And like she was always like, she had my back, always. And, but then I remember having this dream, which is why that scene terrified me of, in the documentary. The girl with the mother? Yeah, because I remember having this dream once where my grandma was a vampire and she was like looking to eat me. She was like walking around the house, where is he? I'm going to eat him. I'm like, what the fuck? I was just like confused and terrified simultaneously. Like, why the... F- like, that co- combination is terrifying. Like, it's your own mother. Like, I get it. Like, some animals, like the guy, the father will eat the fucking kids because he's hungry. He's like, I need a snack right now. Fuck you. <laughs> you know? There's a lot of animals that do that I shit. I know. It's fucking scary. But like, your own mother. Not their own kids, though. Their own kids. Like, they, like that's why the wife is always like, hey... I'm watching your ass. It's usually the father, mo- the mostly. Father. Yeah, yeah, it's never the mother. Yeah. Which is why it's such an it's such a crazy concept to me. That's that has such terrifying elements to it that I don't know how to even understand. I think because you just love her too much. Would it be cool for vampires to exist? Definitely. Right. I would love that. What do you think is like the most terrifying one of these like lores? Is it like the vampire one, the witch one, the zombie one? Which is like the last kind of universe you'd want to exist in? Um, <laughs> the saw one. The saw one. <laughs> yeah, the one with their saw. I don't know. The machines they create—they're just too fucking intense. Yeah. The <laughs> most terrifying one to me. The the only one that really scared me. Yes, the ones that like the timer one and this kills you instantly in the helmet. That one's scary, but the scariest one is like you have this scale mm-hmm. and you need to put a, an amount of weight onto it of from your body. You have to cut your body. Ugh. You know what I would do? I'd just take a shit and take a piss on it and like hopefully that'll be like enough. Like I'll just make sure I, I eat a lot. I actually never thought of that. Like I'll eat a lot and then like fuck, you need to fill this with one kilo and like some guy's cutting his own arm off. I'm like fuck you, bro. I, I, didn't, eat, I didn't take a shit yet, bro. I've been, I've been tied up in these chains for hours. You know what I mean? I haven't had a time to take a shit in this competition. And then you're good. You know what I mean? And he, he just gives you like a look. You can see his eyes like fucking cringing through the mask. Like you dirty motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like that would be my solution. <laughs> but I actually find the movie very interesting. And it's always, it always comes, it becomes like, it always happens to the people that don't appreciate their own lives. And mm. he always does the test. And a test related to the thing like for example if someone is a drug addict like there's one who's a drug addict in the in the movie and uh, he put them in a cage full of needles for example and that was too intense for me but i loved it like i really really loved it because they like he teaches them to appreciate their life it's a very very dark way of teaching people to appreciate their life but so in a way he's a role model you know we should definitely a role model we should have him in schools come give speeches to kids like you can do anything you want if not i'll put you in a cage and i'll put the shit around you that terrifies my god how to become a murderer one on one fuck either terrible or amazing dad depending on the situation Mm -hmm. like if you need a dad to like make you survive in the woods and shit where lions live for some reason, you know, like he would be great. You know what I mean? He'd put you in a cage with the lion and teach you how to wrestle it. But like, if you need one just to make you like, okay, in this modern world, he'll be terrible, man. He would like, every time you get home and he puts you through a cage, like dad, not now I have homework. Like, fuck you. 
he puts you in a cage made of homework. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, you have to pass these three exams because he's helping you prepare for school tomorrow. Oh, okay. Exam. He's no, like, it makes so much more like, sense. And like, <laughs> like if he has this thing around your head where that like fucking tickles you every time you get a mistake. You know what I mean? Like, he could be a cute dad. But like he could be also fucking and like dad. What 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 does your dad do? Oh, he kidnaps people. And he tortures them. <laughs> like you bring your dad to show and tell, and like it's saw. And he's like, hey, what up? Comes on a little fucking bicycle. My God, that would be so fucking creepy. That would. That's but the only like, thing that I wouldn't like actually. Really? <laughs> if he comes on a bicycle. But then no one would fucking bully you because like your dad is that fucking ridiculous. No one would have the balls. Like you could. That's you could be. That's the only reason why people would bully me. <laughs> no, because you'd be like, oh yeah, you wanna you wanna be put in a cage, motherfucker. Like my dad is saw. And know? then they won't exactly like when they see what my dad is gonna be able to do like i would be able to do i, I'm, I think i'm gonna be that dad yeah. i wanna try be that dad like the, the scary dad that no mm-hmm. one fucks with <laughs> exactly yeah I, I would i don't know like discipline is important but at mm-hmm. the same time like connection is important as well like it's so hard like i don't even want to know what that's like like to be a parent and have to know how to balance that shit Mm-hmm. way too difficult because you'll always get it wrong like there are stories of parents who are perfect but the kid gets fucked up by some other way what happens in the child's life is you know, his decisions he takes the decisions it's his life so you have to let them live their own life as well you can't control everything that happens in their in their life but even like it's just it's so disappointing that like sometimes whatever happens happens mm-hmm. you know what I mean like there could be like the most amazing dad but then his daughter just gets hits hits by a car or something exactly you can't control everything and you should never blame yourself for that as well like if i was a parent now and i had a child i would definitely do my best to protect them be there for them but i know at the same time that part of their life more like the biggest part of their life is them trying to learn things and experience things to be able to take the best decisions later on in life because at a certain point you know you're not going to be there forever. You're not going to walk with them all their life. So at a certain point, they have to be independent. They have to learn things and uh, experience things to be able to be independent. So if you're there for them all the time and trying to protect them all the time, that's going to be very bad for them because at a certain point, they're going to be so lost when you're not there. True. Yeah. They need to know how to stand on their own two mm-hmm. feet. So what the fuck advice do you give to your kids if you like they get... Stay calm, learn to breathe, and slowly... Make sure you're breathing, actually, because at a certain point you might stop breathing because you're just too shocked and don't know what what to do. So try to keep your uh, heartbeat stable, like stable as much as you can, and close your eyes. It will go away eventually. Fuck. What do you do? Like, what kind of advice can you give someone who has nothing to do? Like, who has to go through some shit and there's nothing they can control, like sleep paralysis, like complete vulnerability. You know what I mean? I don't know what to tell people. Like, that's fucking hard. Like, is it the same thing you just said? Just breathe and go through it? I think so. Because right. that works with everything in general. Yeah. I mean, if we stop breathing, we do die. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, in the end of the day, we just need to keep breathing. Like, we just need to fucking find a way to wake up. Sometimes our legs, like, my legs have, have had sleep paralysis for the last, like, fucking whole episode. And I just feel like I need to wake them up now. You know what I mean? And with that being said, let's all fucking wake up. Mr. Rape, signing off. <laughs>